Hi, this is David Vinson, and I'm the superintendent of schools for the Wiley Independent School District, and I'm joined by my co-host, Amanda Martin. Hi, I am the director of counseling services in the Wiley Way, and welcome to the Achieving Kids podcast. This is a conversation featuring experts and subjects related to raising happy, successful children in today's world. On each broadcast, parent guests will join in and provide their perspective on current trends and issues our kids face in school, society, and at home. Our goal is to provide a better understanding of how the decisions we make help promote the best interests of our kids and community. We will tackle big subjects, entertain different viewpoints, but the focus will always be on equipping you with the strategies that will help them become achieving kids. Well, welcome to today's podcast. We are so excited, Amanda, because we have one of the hottest topics that a high school parent can ask and probably important for someone junior high, maybe even in an immediate grades for them to know about. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about dual credit. Dual credit is becoming a huge part of our campuses and we are grateful for our partnership with Collin College and we're getting a lot of questions from parents of you know, even from eighth grade parents, freshman parents, sophomore parents about what is dual credit? How is it good for us? So we really wanted to take some time to talk about it. So the thing about dual credit, we are offering so much more and we're getting so many more kids to participate in what we offer. And parents, you might or might know this, but we have classes that fill up and then they're basically, we have to decide something else if you want to take something else. So it's really cool. But with all of this challenge and with all of these opportunities, we want to know how we can help you with a few questions. And we're going to kick this off with the ultimate high school principal, now turned deputy superintendent, Dr. Kim Spicer. So Dr. Spicer uh, and I were in Lubbock together at a place called Friendship ISD, and she really took a really solid dual credit program and made it so much more. And so, Dr. Spicer, you want to kick off what we're talking about today with dual credit? Good morning. Thanks for bringing me in today. This is so exciting. Dual credit is one of my very favorite topics. I know. Um, I think every student in Wiley ISD in high school should take a dual credit course. And if you asked me why, it's because I believe that kids taking dual credit courses, college-level courses, in a high school environment feel safe and have a greater opportunity for success and are more apt to go on after they graduate from high school and enroll in a two-year or four-year institution because they've already experienced success. Well, that's really cool. And you actually have folks from Collin College here to help us to understand not only getting that first step into the water of dual credit, but how they can make it successful. Do you want to introduce those people or ask them to introduce themselves? I sure do. First, I'm going to start with my good friend, Raul Martinez from Collin College. Raul? Good morning. Thank you for having me here today. I appreciate the the invite. It's always a pleasure to come out to Wiley ISD and uh, be able to talk about dual credit and Collin College. Raul, tell us what Maureen does for us. Uh, Maureen Cervantes is a part of our new initiative at Collin College. She is what we call a college and career counselor. Uh, These individuals are um, assigned to our partnering ISDs to assist uh, the, the great job that high school counselors are doing. Um, they're there as a supplement and a resource to be able to answer any questions parents or students may have about the next level of after what's post-secondary education, what their goals are, kind of set up a roadmap to uh, to meeting their goals and whatever those goals may be. So uh, we're very excited to have Maureen here at Wiley ISD. She's done some great things at Wiley. Uh, one of the things that I'd like to highlight that is a brand new initiative that we've done um, specifically with Wiley ISD 
is have all seniors apply to Collin College. So that way, if they are planning on going to a four-year university, they still have a backup plan with Collin College. We understand sometimes life happens over the summer and, uh, you know, plan A doesn't work, you have a plan B. So I think that's a very unique partnership that we have with Wiley ISD that I'd like to be able to highlight because I think it's, it's very instrumental to ensuring students um, are successful. And Maureen has been a wonderful liaison for our campuses between the campus and Collin College and has been integral in that part in that partnership of getting all of our students enrolled at Collin College. So Maureen, tell us a little bit about what it takes to get kids enrolled and um, what the admissions requirements include and what you do for our kiddos. Certainly. Good morning. So I'm Maureen Cervantes and I serve Wiley High and Wiley East. I split my day, I split my week. Um, and so the admission process, well, we take them through for all the seniors, which Dr. Vincent um, encouraged us to do last year, I think, which is, was a wonderful, wonderful project because for so many students, you could just see the relief in their eyes as we were going through the process and getting that application done and getting them um, comfortable with the terminology for, for many of them. So um, many of my colleagues, we came in and, and the English teachers were gracious enough to host us and we came in and it took one class period and we used Chromebooks. Uh, we got the application piece done. So that starts the process. And then there's a series of things they need to do, um, taking the TSI test, um, or being exempt from it with SAT or ACT scores. So that was another thing um, that we offered on the campuses was the TSI test, and that was another um, great opportunity for those students to come be able to take the test during the day, paid for by Wiley ISD, get results right away. Hey, Maureen, real quick, what is the TSI test? So the TSI is a college readiness test that is uh, given to students who are don't show college readiness through any other testing en environment like an SAT or ACT. And so that gives us a, a score with their reading, writing, and their math and allows them, allows the college to see whether they're ready to take developmental or college-ready courses. And it is a test that we offer, and we didn't before, like you're saying, and that's huge. We've really tried to take every stumbling block, and we, I really have done nothing. Y'all have done it all, but we've done so much as a district to make sure kids get up on the right foot. By my, my own kiddo, Cal, started taking dual credit. And it was a process, you know, as a sophomore going to your junior year, what those classes were going to be. Got, a, got started a little bit late. Maureen was fantastic and was so helpful to get us on the, off on the right foot. And he loves the class and is doing a great job. And the real cool part, it's one of the teachers they would have had anyway. So, Dr. Spicer, do you want to talk to, a little, talk to us a little bit about what an embedded faculty member is and what, what's the difference between an embedded fa faculty member and someone who isn't? Sure, Dr. Vincent. So when I first came to Wiley, one of the things we looked at, well, Raul and I looked at together, actually, was how many embedded faculty members we had on staff. An embedded faculty member is somebody that's actually employed by Wiley ISD, but is um, given the stamp of approval from Colin as an adjunct professor. So they're actually employed by Wiley, but paid an additional stipend from Colin to act as a dual credit instructor. So we had one when I came and, and under Raul and I, we are up to 10 or 11 now, and we continue to look at opportunities to expand um, the number that we have so we can um, add to our course offerings. 
if you said to me, why is that important, Kim? Well, our kids, um, if, if we're using an adjunct professor, if somebody comes in from Collin College to come teach our kids on campus, they're only available during that time period when they're on campus. So if our kids need any support or any tutorials or anything like that, when they would normally go in for additional help, the professor isn't there. So we feel like the kids are more successful and feel more comfortable approaching somebody that they know because they see that's a familiar face around campus because they're a full-time teacher there. Um, that they'll go ask for more help during that time. So Raul and I are real big advocates of embedded faculty members. And actually, um, when people talk about those embedded faculty members, the one that Cal has as a teacher uh, really is an amazing advanced placement teacher as well. You know, she has one of the highest national scores on the AP U.S. History test. And so these folks are amazing, incredible teachers teaching a couple of different disciplines. And we offer this in history, but we offer English we offer math. Math. Uh, are, do we offer engineering? Do we? What? What are the classes? Uh, the classes that we offer we currently? We do offer engineering. Um, and you said English already. Who else? Who else do we have? Can you think of anybody? We, are, we offer biology at Wiley. We offer Spanish, um, which is the only ISD that we offer a foreign language class for dual credit. Um, we also offer EMT, and we are uh, we're exploring some other classes as well. Um, but we offer a majority of the classes in our core. Um, core area for Collin College. And what a great way to start because this first step is such an important one. When we talk about these steps and these processes, can you talk to us a little bit, uh, Dr. Spicer or anyone, the difference between AP and dual credit and how does a parent choose or how does a child or a student choose which one they should take? So Dr. Vincent, when I was a high school principal, I was asked this question frequently, and I'm gonna give you my experiential knowledge. It might not be official um, college board knowledge or even Collin College knowledge. Sounds but like it's, a disclaimer. It is, it is a big <laughs> disclaimer. But if your child is looking to go to a private institution or out of state, then perhaps they should look at AP courses. But if they're gonna stay in the state of Texas, I say dual credit all day long because when your child leaves a dual credit course with a passing grade, they, they have the credit hours for that particular course. With AP, it's entirely test dependent. Three, four, or five on the AP exam right. will earn you college credit. But the other thing is the receiving institution gets to determine what kind of credit they're gonna give you for that three, four, or five. Might be elective hours. But if you have History 1301, 1302 on your transcript from Collin College, when you enroll at Wherever you choose to go. That's a state public <laughs> institution. Yeah. Texas Tech, guns up. Um, you will still have 1301-1302 credit at Texas Tech University. So I, I, that's, that's, that's my own personal feelings. Dual credit is the way to go. So that way you're guaranteed the college hours as long as you pass the course. So you're going to decide you're going to do dual credit. We've sort of touched on this, but step by step, you're going to be that person that's going to enroll what do you need to do? Where do you need to go? How does it all work? Well, I'm going to look at Maureen and let her answer that question. Um, so we offer um, evenings for parents and students, and, and we also have a um, presentation we'll do just for those students that are interested in dual credit. And so we'll start one up in the fall for the spring enrollment. And most of those students are going to be, you know, already enrolled and they're just continuing. But anybody that's new, we do that in the spring for the following fall enrollment. And there's there are several pieces to the to the process. The application part is is the first part, and then they've got to take care of. Um, getting the forms completed, sending those into the counselor, um, 
And then if, you know, again, if they're not exempt from the TSI, then making sure that they're, they're college ready to take the course. And this is a question that comes up often is uh, sometimes students struggle in the math portion of the TSI, and it's possible to not be successful in that portion, but be successful in the reading and the writing and still be able to take the English and the histories and, and the government. Okay. Um, so that's important. And so all we try to adhere to deadlines and the counselors are, are great about it on both campuses. And uh, once that happens and the students are given the code, the information, the um, uh, course number, and they go in and register for the course. So we might as a we'll, we'll put this in as a blog and what we'll try to work through is having the list on the blog that will allow us to know specifically what those are. And if there's questions, your email and the email of our folks, their counselors, because we want folks to be successful at the beginning if you can keep your toe in the water and get those experiences and then let them be positive it helps everything and so it's so useful for that so when we talk about that difference because texas tech wherever you want to go what would be the difference between Collin college and is there any idea would y'all have a figure what it what it costs for a Collin versus a four-year university semester Absolutely. Um, we charge by credit hour, and our credit hour is $50 per credit hour. So for one class, for example, the History 1301 for one class would be $150 for one class, which is uh, we pride ourselves on being the lowest tuition in the state of Texas. Um, just because we're cheaper doesn't mean you have a less expensive education. It, we just like to make it more affordable for our for our community. To give you an example, at Collin College, to take 15 credit hours one semester would cost a student $720. If you compare that to UNT, UNT would be about $6,000 for one semester, and at UTD, it would be about $7,000 per semester. So there's a, quite a difference in the cost savings that students would get by going to Collin. And the same courses, as Dr. Spicer mentioned earlier, the same course you take at Collin is the same course you're going to have to take at any one of the four universities. And so why not take it at a, at a lower rate? Um, same class, same um, requirements of the college professors. They meet the same requirements through SACS, our accrediting body. So. It's, it's more bang for your buck, in my opinion. I was harassing some kids at, at the high schools about this very thing. It's their senior year, and they want to have an open period. And I was going, this is your chance to save money. They don't necessarily think about that as like I would probably, <laughs> but it was important. And, I mean, think about that, y'all. And that isn't mentioned in going out of state. If you had to go to OSU, OU, imagine how much that would be. So, Ro, what about kids who are in need of financial assistance? How do we help them out? Um, well, Collin College currently, if students are on free and reduced lunch, we waive their tuition for the dual credit class. So if a student is on free and reduced lunch coming in as a freshman and they last all the way through senior, they could potentially get an associate's degree from Collin College for free if they're on the free and reduced lunch. Um, we also have book scholarships, so students are in need of, of buying textbooks because, as you know, sometimes textbooks can be more expensive than the actual course. Yeah. Uh, we also have... Uh, book scholarships that we can assign students based on need. That's awesome. Really, I mean, you really have to not want to do this to do this. And we have worked to make sure counselors are knowledgeable. We have embedded folks like yourself, Marine, that can help us to get where we need to go from that. This is a great thing. So talking about high school kids, talking about taking the class, how does this impact their collegiate transcript and their high school transcript? When you say dual credit, Talk a little bit about the challenges and some of the things all in between of that. So uh, dual credit courses, you receive credit for both high school and college, mm -hmm. um, which is always a caveat I like to share with kiddos because 
if you make a D in college, it transcribes, but it doesn't transcribe for high school because we don't have Ds. The other thing I would say is you don't want to take a transcript to your whatever institution you decide to go to after you graduate with a D on it because that's going to transcribe on your university transcript as, as well. And I've had some experiences, not many, because really dual credit is awesome. I don't, I love dual credit if I haven't said that enough. But I've had some experiences where kids have to go in and enroll and they're already on academic probation because their GPA is so low. So we have to monitor all of that stuff. Maureen helps the kids with add drop dates um, to make sure if they're not being successful that we can get them dropped before it actually transcribes onto their college transcript. But they're actually earning concurrent enrollment credit credit in high school and credit in college at the same time. And if I may add, um, Wiley ISD as a whole has a 99% pass rate on their dual credit classes. And that might be the highest in Collin County, right? It's one of the highest in Collin County. Our oh. average for a district is 98%. So you guys are above the, the well, average. There so you go. that's a highlight for Wiley of the great job you guys do. That and Dr. Vincent, awesome. they sent us a little disclaimer warning, Colin did, saying, you know, because of the increased enrollment that we've experienced, that maybe we should anticipate some lowered student performance. But Raul and I, I have assured everyone that that is not going to happen and we will continue to maintain our 99% we leveled success up. rate. So when you talk about the embedded faculty members, you talk about our passing rate. How many, I think it was 1,100 kids or how many, we're taking a lot of dual credit courses that, I mean, it's, it's, it's massive the amount of kids that are taking dual credit. Correct. For this fall, um, just to give you an example, district-wide Collin College had a 30% increase in dual credit from last year to this year. We have about 7,200 students. Wiley ISD, we had an increase of 30% district-wide. Fall of 16, we had 317 students. Fall of 17, we have 415 students. So that's uh, quite a major increase. And I, I can, will continue, we will continue to see that growth um, in this area. Well, you know, and the cool part is we talked about English, we talked about math. We still, we talked a little bit about some of these courses that work towards a major. We're actually working on some of those credits that we can have as a pathway towards a degree in, in business, maybe in education. You want to talk a little bit about that, guys? That is correct. Raul and I have already worked together to create an articulation agreement for the culinary arts and with welding. Um, we're got education going on health science through farm tech sports marketing i think sports medicine is what we're going to be looking at next as well mm. as business and it what else correct um some more health science uh, courses uh cna um, those kind of high demand careers that students can come out of high school making a good livable wage is what we're we're exploring um many times students come out of high school and not don't have that that um kind of background to be able to get a, a good livable wage and so Dr. Spicer and I have been exploring some of those certificate programs where students can come out with a certificate that makes them marketable and be able to get a, uh, a livable wage coming out of high school which in my opinion you know nothing against working at McDonald's that's I think that's a great starting career but I mean starting at $10 an hour versus $19 an hour when you come out with an EMT certificate to me that's a that's a great advantage you give a good example I was at East um, a while back and talking to some of my kids and they said, they were actually waiting because they're going to take a class. And I said, what are you, where are you going? Oh, we're taking farm tech. I said, so what are you going to do? Are you going to be a pharmacist? Go, no, we're going to go into whatever it was. I think it was basically nursing or something. But 
I can do this and I can have a part-time job. And do you know how much money I can make? I was going, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to make our son do this very same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. But it's really useful. And I thought, what a great experience. And if kids, more kids knew that. Absolutely. And these are kids that were just so excited to be there and have these opportunities. Same thing talking about with regard to education. We're going to be offering some different opportunities for that. I mean, the sky's the limit here. And really, parents, we would love to hear if there's some opportunities that you want to learn more about. You know, we talk all the time, and we're here for you to help your kids learn and grow. So what else would, would be uh, important for a mom or dad to know about to help their kid in dual credit? Some parents have been, you know, they might have a student in special education or with 504 accommodations and have been concerned about what does that look like in college? Do they still get help? Can you talk anything about what that would look like? Sure. Um, at, at Collin and most universities, for to, in order to get um, accommodations, students have to self-identify. We have at Collin, we have what's called an access office. Um, and please don't ask me what the acronym stands for. <laughs> uh, but Access Office is there to provide students on 504 accommodations within the classroom. Um, what sometimes people don't understand is there's a difference between accommodations and modifications. At the college level, we can make a com reasonable accommodations. Unfortunately, we can't make modifications to the curriculum for the students because we have to be equitable across sure. the board and, and what we offer. So, uh, but those services are free at Collin College. So if students need assistance, all they have to do is identify, apply. Uh, they'll meet with an access um, staff member who will then assist them with the process of getting um, the information to their faculty member in order to get those accommodations in whatever class that they may be in um, at Collin College. Awesome. And Maureen, I know you help talk to kids about how credits transfer to different universities. I mean, let's say they want to go to Collin, but then continue on education elsewhere. What kinds of conversations do you have about that? Um, well, I can use the transfer you that's on Collin U, uh, University, uh, Collin College, and that's really helpful. I mean, that's for state schools. And they can, I kind of try to teach them to, to be their own advocate after they leave my office. Um, but we can certainly look at what, what courses are going to be useful. And of course, some of the math and science can sometimes get a little sticky, depending on their uh, degree plan, whether it's nursing or, or um, engineering. But that's something, you know, we, we look at uh, together. Right. And I think we all even talk to the kids about um, getting that college experience, like kind of getting that exposure to that kind of level in high school is a nice, safe environment to learn a little bit of that. It really is. And you have it with a teacher that you already know. And there are studies out there, we'll actually put this on a blog too, that will tell, that inform us that the National University of Texas did a study talking about how useful dual credit is and how much it helps to get kids prepared to be successful in the experience. And man, I had a little bit of it when I graduated from, from high school, but the opportunities our kids can have, you can literally come to your first year of college after you graduate from high school and almost be a junior. And you've just saved thousands of dollars in the process. Is there anything else that moms, maybe dads or kids would need to know before we, uh, we wrap up? 
I was really happy that Amanda asked about the accommodations question because I had received several phone calls about that this year, which this is the first year that it's become kind of a hot topic. Um, Raul and I talked about it, and I do want to emphasize that that process is very easy. It can be done online. The application is submitted online. The kids, for some reason, the, the belief was out there that our kids had to go to the Collin College campus to actually apply for their accommodations. All of that can be done online and be taken care of at the campus level, and Maureen is happy to help with that as well we'll actually put that link on the blog too that will be helpful for everyone and moms dads you know we'll send this you'll actually have our email included as well if there's questions that you have we'll be glad to answer those and and add them to the bot to the podcast uh, blog so is there any other things that you'd like to close up with guys i would just like to add also is i mean the residual effects of dual credit for a high school kid is you know are enormous um and just kind of getting used to reading a syllabus comfortable with canvas but i work in the on the uh, college campus in the summertime and what we saw were a lot of students that come up there and take summer courses either after graduation or between junior and senior year and again that's a great opportunity i mean they don't have the fear because they've conquered the terminology they understand the process and they're very comfortable coming and doing that and and that's just a wonderful opportunity for those students yeah those stumbling block courses that typically grab a kid and let don't and prevent them from graduating from college doesn't happen your junior and senior year it typically happens in those first two years doesn't it and i just like to say the the most critical thing is the partnership that colin has with wiley isd because one thing that colin wants to do is make sure there's no roadblocks for any student who wants to take a dual credit class or a college right. class we try to streamline every process so we evaluate everything that we do so it's student friendly because ultimately from Colin's perspective we want to see students succeed as well as Wiley ISD so anything we can do to improve our processes or the offerings that we can offer out here at Wiley please let us know because we want to be receptive to the needs of our community y'all have really never said no in fact we are working towards your goals when you're just basically taking care of everything we have in minutes so what a great partnership. I know the biggest question that anyone's ever going to have is, when are we going to have our campus open? And when can <laughs> people start taking classes at the Wiley campus? From my understanding, the proposal will be 2020 or 2021. But uh, we are still working on the logistics on, on the programs and the building and the facilities. So. Very good. Well, anything else that you want to close up with? I'm just excited that you included me on this podcast. I love dual credit. And so the opportunity to be able to talk about something that's so beneficial for our kids. um, Just, I was just so excited. So thanks for including me. Well, our goal as part of the Wiley Way is given a plan and purpose to our babies so that they graduate from high school, they graduate from college, and they have a meaningful and engaging career that they know and they love. And I think it begins in Collin College. I think it begins at Wiley East and Wiley High School. I'm excited about what the future brings for our kids, our community. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.